Oh, that's awful. <laughs> there we go. Say some more. Welcome to our tea steeping. That was the band Camino concert. Woo! We're sitting in a car. <laughs> while We're I'm pumping <laughs> after the concert. Recording our MPL, our tea is steeping episode. This is life at 29. <laughs> it's an exciting life. We felt very spontaneous because... We planned it three weeks in advance. <laughs> oh, and we had to, like, drive, and it's a Thursday, and yeah. we're like, it's a school night. What are we doing? <laughs> Obviously, so, we're not drinking tea. No, I've <laughs> got water. I do, too. Because my voice is not as hoarse as I expected. Yeah. I have a feeling it may kick in. Like, it, I can Later. hear it starting yeah, it's like to break crackly. a little bit. Yeah. I have a feeling it'll kick in, though. We were singing very loudly. Oh, yeah. We had a blast. The guy next to me, I told Jennifer, I said he actually could sing pretty well. That's I was awesome. like, look at that. And I if I weren't so socially anxious, I would have turned him and said, your voice is good. <laughs> I cut it, like, a long time. Caitlin was mimicking her pump, and it was really funny, and yeah, I only caught the end of it. Yeah, hear noise. Just <laughs> don't mind us. Don't. It's fine. <laughs> I forgot to mention that uh, we're talking about episodes 118, 119, and 120, 120. for Midnight Poppy Land. We're, we're pretty close, like, on yeah, being up to date. We're trying to keep a little bit of space because yeah. of how it's been a bit sporadic, but I think she's, like, hit her stride, so... It seems pretty regular now. We're yeah. very excited. Okay, so, episode 118... Gyu wipes the memory card from Louise so that Tora has the only copy. Poppy realizes that Gil was taking so much time off of work so he could release the pages of the notebook and apologizes to Quincy for not believing earlier how much of a scumbag he was. Quincy blushes and asks about Poppy's new hairstyle. She mentions that she's hoping it'll cheer Tora up and asks how she looks. Quincy blushes even more and tells her that she looks nice and then spills his wine on his shirt. Poppy calls Quincy out for saying she just looks, quote, nice because it's very out of character for him and he gets defensive. Quincy starts doing the dishes and tells Poppy not to worry about Tora. He's the best in the industry. Quincy decides to tell her more about what they do but struggles with his feelings slash emotions while watching Poppy doing unintentionally suggestive things. <laughs> we flash back to right before Tora and Quincy enter Vincent's office where Tora asks Quincy to explain everything to Poppy or he was leaving. Quincy didn't want to, but then Tora said please. Back at the present time, Quincy explains that Tora has guidelines and is very selective of his assignments and why he was Quincy's bodyguard for a time. Quincy gets a little overwhelmed by the recent events and Poppy herself and is very relieved when Tora gets back. Tora confirms that he got Vincent's tape but doesn't answer and walks away when Quincy asks if he found his own footage. Poppy is confused why Tora would have his own footage until Quincy explains that Tora is a hitman and they both kill people for a living. Poppy asks what the consequences are if Tora is caught, and Quincy tells her, death. I have to flip the page over. That's just our, our comments. Yes, that was just a summary. Okay. So, my guess is that Louise didn't potentially share her full... You hold the phone, I'll hold it. <laughs> that works. Uh, that Louise didn't really share her full story with Poppy, maybe, because I definitely felt like Gil is a scumbag, just based off of, you know, the part where he's trying to kill his wife. Um, so yeah, it's a little scummy. Did, did Poppy just, like, kind of forget about that, or did she, like, not realize how bad it all... I don't know. Maybe she didn't realize that he was the one releasing the notebook information, that she yeah. knew he was bad, but not, like... 
that in the addition. reason all the gangs were in an yeah. uproar bad. I mean, I, I felt like it was enough that he was just trying to kill his wife, but you yeah. know, maybe that's just me. Um, maybe it was that her believing Quincy and Tora for Gil's relation to the gangs, not yeah, that sounds. It's more just the relation right. aspect yeah. that she didn't think he was involved in that part. Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> Quincy <laughs> calling them plebeians will never not be funny. That was pretty good. You plebeians. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I guess we were also were the only ones to fully see Louise's thoughts because she may not have like. That's what I'm fleshed everything too. out fully. Yeah. Okay, this like crush that Quincy has on Poppy, it's getting really weird. I so need it to stop it now. It seemed like a triangle. Um, yeah. When this was on, uh, it, back when it was discovered. Yeah. Before it was canvassed. <laughs> I feel like an OG. <laughs> <laughs> I still am not. I'm not feeling the love triangle. I mean, at this point, it's kind of just humorous. Yeah. But I, also I think it's really all it is. Awkward about it. And who knows, maybe Lily will use it as a way, um, like, maybe Quincy will kind of step in to, like, make Tora jealous, so he'll Ooh. do something okay, about it. Okay, I'd be okay with that, then. Because right now he's like, well, I don't love you. Yeah. Yes, you do! Which we will get to that. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. We're, but we're him excited. blushing, Quincy blushing at Poppy and then spilling the wine on himself, it's like, there's your sign. <laughs> he's super jumpy. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I, th- I think the the look of it, it looked like blood right as he's mm. telling her yeah. we both kill people for a living. Oh, and then that's it looks like blood thought. on his clothes. Yeah. Whereas it may have just been a goof on his part where he mm-hmm. didn't mean to do it. Yeah. It fit the setting very well. And Lily is so intentional. Mm-hmm. I could see it. And especially since he didn't like take the opportunity to just immediately start stripping. Um mm-hmm. Which we all know Quincy would. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tora saying please to Quincy is such a huge thing. I mean, he is also threatening to leave. But on top of that, he's, yeah. he's begging mm-hmm. for Quincy to handle this for him. And I could see how that would really affect Quincy. Yeah. Because I think that's what the nerves with him are. And maybe mm-hmm. his nerves are heightening their other stuff. Although we know he already yeah. finds Poppy attractive from previous episodes. He needs to stop. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, Tora not seeing himself as a hero, mm-hmm. but then everyone else seeing that in him is just so sad. Oh, it's, I think it's him asking Quincy to tell her means that he didn't want to see her reaction because he thought it was going to be a negative one. Mm-hmm. Like, negative towards him, not towards the job. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's no way to be positive about being a hitman. Yeah, not really. Unless you're so, just a psychopath. Though he did take, at least once he could, take only tasks that he agreed to. Mm-hmm. But he had so. to get good enough for that first. Yeah. I also thought it was really interesting that Tora's name is also written as T012A Mm -hmm. in the notebook page as well. And, you know, it always feels so intentional when that's brought up. Yeah. So I'm I'm really curious to see how this is going to tie in. Mm. I'm excited. If it'll come like something with like the orphanage or whatever Mm -hmm. that he got him from. Yeah. Um, but I was glad Quincy was on the same page as the rest of us because none of us know what's gotten into him either. Yeah. And he seems just as befuddled. <laughs> befuddled? I like it. It's a good word. <laughs> um, but Poppy's first question after Quincy explicitly says that Tor is a hitman is, 
what would be the penalty if he's caught. So she's not panicking for herself. She's worried for him, and mm-hmm. she's worried what, like what not what could happen to the other people. Yeah. What would happen to specifically Torah? Yeah, it's like she she doesn't really. I mean, she cares what he does, but it's not. Which I her feel concern. like that's the way every mafia romance heads. Yeah, is the females kind of against? Not kind of like she's against it, but yeah. also like she can understand the gray area. Mm-hmm. But then she gets involved with somebody in the mob, and yeah. it's like, oh, well, I don't care about that. <laughs> when it's you. <laughs> Quincy tells Poppy he packed her stuff from the manor and brought it over to his guest room. He tells her to make herself at home because even though he doesn't know Torah's plans, they won't be headed back to Felicia. Felicia? Felicia Felicia. Bay. So, we watch Big Brother, and this season there's a person on there, and her name is Felicia. But it's spelled like Felicia, but they pronounce it Felicia. I've never heard that before. Uh, That's her name. She can pronounce it however she wants to, but now I'm thinking Felicia. Your father-in-law's texting. Yeah, I'll need to text him back yeah. in just a minute. <laughs> um, where was I? Felicia Bay. There we go. We see Tora thinks that they might be ambushed or followed if they try to go back tonight, but Quincy tried to skirt around that when talking to Poppy. Poppy tries to ask some questions about what happened, but Quincy tells her he doesn't want to talk about it or even refer to Vincent as dad. I mean... Mm-hmm. Quincy reassures mm-hmm. her that he'll keep all three of them safe once D-Day arrives, and Poppy compliments him, telling him he looks suave when he's assertive and calm, making him flustered again until she compares <laughs> him to a toddler when he throws a tantrum. <laughs> Quincy then calls Poppy out for avoiding going to talk to Taurus as she goes over to his room. She knocks on the door and enters, but stumbles over a few things in the dark. Torah is smoking and being passive-aggressive, but Poppy is persistent about wanting to be there until he chooses to open up to her. She sits on the bed and sees Joe's guitar in the corner and her strawberry hair tie on his bedside table. She puts the hair tie in her hair and grabs the guitar to play it a little. Torah gently takes back the guitar and hair tie, calling them his, and then yells at Quincy, who he knows is eavesdropping on them outside the door. That Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it did pick up. up. We had to pause momentarily. To text my father-in-law. He would have called in the middle of this. <laughs> he would be panicking. And when he heard where we were going to be, and he said, you're going to be there at night? <laughs> yeah. It's not a great part of the state. It's just downtown. <laughs> yeah. And downtowns are kind of rough anywhere. Yeah. But anyways. Anyways. Um, where are we at? The, he, oh. Even your <laughs> undies. That's an LOL. Poppy doesn't realize what she's doing to our Quincy. (laughs) For me, that was just a huge nope, because she must seriously trust him and think that he's not into her to be okay with him backing her. Well, I think... Does she see him as gay or as bi? Okay, so my next... The next bullet point I have is Poppy called Quincy sis, and I was like, that has to be the most friend zone someone could ever be. Uh, I think she knows that he's bi, because Cordelia... Is I don't know what Cordelia identifies as, but it's a feminine name, even though they appear slightly more masculine. So I feel like you gotta know it. It's not totally one way or the other for yeah. Quincy. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully I'm not that sure. was phrased as well as I yeah. can. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's mentioned specifically, which is yeah. fine. 
That's it's fine. just hard to when you're trying to be like, okay, so what does she see him as, yeah. and that's why she doesn't think he thinks anything she about calls it. Calls him sis. Yeah, I think yeah, he's just like the most friend zone yeah. a guy can ever be. And she's just like, he's not gonna think anything about grabbing my undies. Uh-huh. She also, I would, I would picture Poppy as having like the most comfortable granny pants. Oh yeah. So like, <laughs> with like one cute pair. Yeah. Just but it's like. This is my, I feel pretty today, pair. <laughs> there, uh, I do. I do pick what I wear based on my mood. That oh, yeah. Day. <laughs> I do, too. And that was also how with our first baby, how my husband knew whether or not I was on my period to know if I was pregnant or not. Because he, he knew. So I much personal one. information. Oh, it's fine. About I'm your underwear. <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's I mean, hilarious. I'm not explicitly talking about what it looks like. You know, like that would be a weird that, line. That would be even weirder. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Poppy's talking about it. That's true. Sort of. <laughs> so I'm glad that Quincy tells Poppy that she's not prying whenever she's asking questions because all of this stuff does concern mm, her yeah, too. Yeah, it does. Um, but it was also a very, such a serious moment when Quincy said he doesn't even want to refer to Vincent as dad mm-hmm. anymore. That's huge because throughout this whole time he still has called him dad, but now he's like severing all connection in his brain. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that like we're going to be seeing a lot more of serious, somber Quincy instead of like I'm here for super it. chipper. Yeah, but I think it's I think he uses not it's not a persona. We kind of talked about this. It's like I two think sides he uses it like a defense mechanism yeah. against like how his like airhead self. dark. Yeah. The rest of his life is. Yeah. I love an assertive Quincy and confident <laughs> and calm. Like, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm so excited to see more of that. Also, I thought the takeover a few day- episodes ago was D-Day. I didn't realize it did not happen. Um, I think so... it's, like, starting. Because they're starting the Ascension process, mm-hmm. but he hasn't fully taken over yet. So I wonder if full takeover. So is takeover it like the is official D-Day. day? That's my thought. Because mm-hmm. I also I thought the same thing as you until this episode. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, he, he called Poppy out mm-hmm. with her stalling to talk to Tori. He said, "Your man's been here how long?" <laughs> I think you have one more comment before I mine do. comes oh. up. Let's see. It's all about her going into Tor's room. You um, talk about the I was like, why would you leave a wait right by the door? Like, right by the Torah. <laughs> I always have a sleep writing these. It was in a pumping session at 2 a.m. I'm glad that I'm not the only one who has typos, though. I, like, feel slightly better Mine's about it. like, that. a completely different word. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, but, like, why would you leave a wait right by the door? That's, like, the perfect spot to stub your toe, even it if you really know is. it's there. Like, I assume, like, it could be there to, like, alert him, like, if you're trying to sleep and somebody's it. coming in, but I think it was just left there. I think so, Because too. he's at Quincy's house, so yeah. he's not too worried about people coming in the door, I don't uh, think. Yeah. Not into his room, either. No. And I think this is the first time that Poppy has really seen the guns in Tora's living area. He's hidden them before, yeah. I'm pretty sure. And this time, Tora isn't hiding anything. Mm-hmm. It's like he already kind of expects her to have left. And at this point, she has to have known what he is, so it's kind of like a take it or leave it everything now I feel like you can feel Tora like the exasperated sigh when she playing <laughs> the guitar really loud it's like oh sorry he's like well I was gonna let you like sit there and like mess with the guitar until you like 
Mm-hmm. Boing. Until <laughs> you ruined the moment. Oh. Uh, oh. Listen. <laughs> said the word mine with uh-huh. the guitar and yeah. mine with the hair ties. That it's also so literally cool. one of my favorite things in a book when the guy says mine about the woman. It's a good trope. So, like, he's just got to say it about Poppy. But, like, I mean, when everything else is in line, like, in terms of, like, treating her well and everything, yeah. like, healthy possessiveness. It's very attractive. Oh, yeah. We like it. Yeah, as we discussed before, <laughs> help the possessive. Yes. yes. <laughs> when it's not, it's a different story. Yeah, but... then that's that's other things yeah. you got to deal with. Um, Do you have anything else? I have one uh, more thing. Quincy eavesdropping yeah, is so fine. weird, but just <laughs> also not. It's just so expected because we're all just living in Quincy's world and Tor is his ultimate muse. So, <laughs> oh, and him yelling at Quincy. He's really a nosy, nosy man. But you gotta get your romance inspo from somewhere, I guess. I thought it was so. So, so him like sitting there being all nosy and stuff. I found out. <laughs> we watch Dancing with the Stars. We watch a lot of reality TV. <laughs> um, but like I guess like the main ones. Not like the ones we were like it's just like the drinking and the parties yeah. and stuff. I'm like that's This is why I don't feel bad real. about telling you whenever I venture into like some trash TV for a couple episodes. <laughs> I'm like, listen to what I'm watching and you're like, Oh yeah. I know about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we watched Dancing with the Stars, and in one of the more one of the episodes recently, because I've heard the slang term "riz," and I'm like, I've I know it's just before. like if you've got game and you got oh, okay. you got riz. Oh yeah, you missed. I didn't know this. what that. I didn't know where it came from. Like where do? And then so one of the contestants, she's 17. Um, so young. Oh, and my she, gosh. yeah, they normally pair like the seven like 17 year olds that go on the show mm-hmm. with this one pro. Because he's so good with, like, oh, that good, age. Yeah. And it's it's so sweet because he takes on, like, a big brother role. Aww. Like, he partnered with... It's Val Schmerkowski. He partnered okay, with Zendaya. Oh, okay. Um, I know that when one. When she was on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. And they had such a wholesome sibling Aww. relationship. It was so sweet. And it's that. the same thing. Her name's Sochi. She okay. was on Doctor Strange, the multiverse one. Oh, yeah, I don't. I, don't I didn't watch, watch half of that one. I've kind of fallen off of keeping up because there's so many Marvel sure movies. Way. I just... I get exhausted because oh, every, the world's ending every time. I'm like, can we have some mundane time. issues, no, please? It's not allowed. It's not allowed. <laughs> but anyways, she said, "You." He he asked, I think, what Riz was short for. She said, "Charisma." And I was like, that makes so. It much does make sense. sense. I would so, never thought Quincy, that. So Quincy, he's sitting there like, Taurus got Riz. <laughs> Episode one twenty. Oh yeah, you're not pumping. I'm not anymore, pumping, so. so I can lean towards it. Nice. Woo! <laughs> oh here, I'll I'll know. I gotta hold the notes too. Okay. Where am I? Episode one twenty. The beginning. Yes, the very <laughs> beginning. Tora starts playing the song "Kryptonite" by Three Doors Down on the guitar, while Poppy is blown away over his talent. Poppy can tell that Tora feels tired and like the weight of the world is on his shoulders, so she tries to encourage him, telling him that he is a superhero to the people that matter and gives him a hug, feeling guilty that she has added to the pressure on him. Tora asks Poppy if Quincy told her what he does, and she hugs him tighter while telling him yes. He rolls her over to lay on top of her while telling her that that was her signal to run away, and that's why he had Quincy do it before while he was gone. He quotes to her, when a man tells you who he is, you better believe him. But Poppy quotes back, what he is isn't who he is. Tora says that he doesn't know what to do with her anymore, and Poppy tells him to just kiss her already. 
They being they begin another hardcore makeout session. <laughs> and Dora asks her again if she's sure she's not scared of him. Poppy tells him that that was a cheesy line, and no. She starts making some. Oh man, I that was a typo. It was supposed to say <laughs> intimate, and it says intimidate. <laughs> uh, noises. <laughs> Um, and is, <laughs> that was a bad typo. Um, and is embarrassed, uh, thinking that Tora really knows what he's doing. But Tora tells her that he wants to hear everything. It's like, oh. oh. <laughs> uh, Poppy asks him to stop, and he does so immediately. And she starts rapid fire asking him questions about his life. Poppy gets scared about losing Tora and begins to cry, telling him that she loves him. Tora stiffens up and panics, flashing back to his childhood when his father was killed and his mom was grieving and self-harming. He tells Poppy, but I don't. I'm sorry. pants on fire. Yeah, that was such an intense moment. It really was. Um, I definitely had to go re-listen to uh, Kryptonite by Three Doors Down mm-hmm. after this started because it has been so long since I heard that oh, song. I, I love could that not, song. Like, bring right. it to mind. Yeah, I mean, I love it, but it's head. been so long. I love that you're using that for the real. Oh, yeah, I'm using this. it for the real. Yes. I was like, I don't have to pick a song. He gave me the song. That was perfect. Aww. And I feel like it fits just so well with all the imagery oh, really and just does. everything. Um, I mean, that kind of ties into my next point about how it was such a, just a good song choice for him and how he feels in that moment. And I love that Poppy knows him well enough to know that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also glad that she's self-aware enough to know that she added to the weight on his shoulders. Although, you know, I do yeah. believe he wouldn't trade that for anything. Meeting her was worth it to him, even though, you know, he hasn't come to terms with that yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think there's something to dissect in Poppy's noting that Joe's guitar has a soothing tone, but the melody is harsh. Ooh. That maybe Joe is soothing, but it... It hasn't had a chance to change, like, to smooth out Tora's harshness. Or because Joe's past, it's like his influence is incomplete over Tora. Oh, I, I was like, like I don't... And then I said, we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was interesting when she noticed the piece that he had from someone else mm-hmm. was soothing. But then what he contributed to it mm-hmm. was harsher sounding. Yeah. Maybe that's what he's was afraid that she wouldn't be res- like reciprocate hmm. whatever because yeah. he's he would see that harshness the hitman mm-hmm. side is what she would need to run from yeah I like that thought Maybe. process that's a Maybe. good one I didn't even think about that but that feels like such an intentional thing I like it and then my next thing was about the song too so normally it's a big no no <laughs> to reference real world <laughs> I thought about you in that <laughs> like that songs because of how they can negatively date things or not age well, but this song is already older. Yeah. It's not old, but it's older. Yeah. Um, but this works really well, I think, because every word of the song, it fits the situation really well. Um, which, you know, how would I really change it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was um, so intentional. Yeah. But it, it, you don't necessarily have to understand what the author, like, you can look it up and it doesn't take. Like, it's a blatant, if you don't know what it is, look it up. It's mm-hmm. not, like, something you've referenced that only an academic would know that that's yeah. something to refer to. Yeah. Um, and it's not that, referring to technology or anything yeah. else. Yeah. So, even if you don't know it, it's, like, you can easily look it up. Mm-hmm. It's not, like, referencing Cardi B and something. Because, like, if you reference something that could be there 
and then just gone the mm-hmm. next minute. It just really dates the text because yeah. I see a lot of so-so books mm-hmm. that do that. Like All you really dated yourself, and I think that's why too. In a lot of even contemporary books, they don't talk too much about the type of phone mm-hmm. or like whether it's a touchscreen or flip phone. Yeah. Or, rotary phone unless it's like a current talking about like an old phone Mm -hmm. or an old something like that specific purpose yeah because it just unless it has a specific point it really dates a text yeah but this just i think because it's not current as in like a 2023 pop song Mm -hmm. like i feel like it really fits really well yeah and it's it doesn't date it necessarily. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think it works. And it's like, of course, Lily would find a way yeah. to bring a pop culture reference <laughs> in and not make it date this. <laughs> Do it so well. <laughs> um, I loved the vulnerability and him uh, realizing that she's still there, even though she knows what he does now. Mm-hmm. Um, the tighter yeah. hug when yeah. he's kind of like in disbelief and then she hugs him tighter. I'm like, ah! Mm-hmm. So sweet. <laughs> yeah. I think your next point is actually really good, too. The, the what? confirmation. Oh, we got con- oh, we have confirmation that Tora thought she would run. But not he should not have let her, honestly. Because at this point, she's got a target on her. And it's not just for his feelings, but it's also for her safety. Mm-hmm. That her running would put her in more danger. Yeah. So... Unless he meant emotionally run from him, where she, like, just shut him out. I think he but kind of had, thought everything. Maybe, but he really... he just feels like he's not good enough. If he wanted her to run, he should have wanted her to run only emotionally. Yeah. So, because otherwise it just... is danger. Yeah. Danger, danger. <laughs> <laughs> um, whenever they were quoting to each other, uh, I thought that they both had really good points with the quotes that they chose. Because you can never expect people to change for you, and you shouldn't because they usually don't, or they'll revert back once you kind of get into the calm part of the relationship where you're not, like, actively pursuing constantly. Mm. But um, I do think that this isn't who Tora actually is. So then Poppy's point of who you are isn't what you do is kind of proven in Mm -hmm. this case. But grain of salt for the rest of us, like... (laughs) Yeah, that's... I, I remember, I think Story Tinker had, like, a part of her podcast about this. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a rat. Do you see it? Oh. A rat. Is that... Oh, my gosh. That thing is massive. Or it's a possum or something. I almost hope it's that's a It's a nighttime creature. I <laughs> I kind of thought it looked like a little cat at first, but the tail was, like, no. super deformed. It's got a very, oh. very skinny uh. tail. Oh, my gosh. That it thing can't. was huge. It can't get in here, though, so it's fine. Oh, uh, thank goodness, because that was disgusting. And we're almost done, so we'll be pulling out of this parking lot. Thank goodness. Briefly. We will get away from the rats. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyways, (laughs) she mentioned, because I think people were arguing that what you do is who you are, and I think it depends on the circumstance. Yeah. Because there may be situations where, like, you're doing something, like, like, let's just say if you're in school. Yeah. (laughs) And you're in a class that you hate, but you're having to do the biology class anyways. Mm -hmm. So you're doing something, but it's not who you are. Yeah. That's a very, very, very surface level. But, I mean, it, it just depends on the circumstance. Because when you look at what Tora would want to do, mm-hmm. it would be to not be a hitman. 
And I think it really just depends on the person, how much you internalize, uh, how yeah. much you make your career or the things you do your identity. Because I feel like I also think about like a, a criminal defense lawyer. They might not always agree with their clients, but this is their job and they're going <laughs> to defend them. Um, you're good. You're just casually choking over there. Do I need to keep going? Do you need me to stop? <laughs> Are you going to be okay? I'm fine. Okay, cool. I'll just keep talking over your, your choking. <laughs> Um, so like a criminal defense lawyer might not always agree with their clients, but they kind of have to take them. And that doesn't necessarily make them a bad person because mm -hmm. they are still defending someone's right for something. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that you can kind of call that with Torah too, that he is protecting the people around him. He's trying to make a living for himself and he's doing the best that he can with the situation he has. Mm -hmm. Um, so he was also to an extent he didn't have a choice. Because I mean, yeah, he was taken in when he was a as he was underage, he didn't have a choice in what he was trained to do. Yeah. So then, once it comes to the thing where he could step out on his own, then he's having to balance the whole stay alive mm -hmm. and do what he feels is right thing. Yeah. But again, grain of salt for everyone else. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. All the vulnerability on Poppy's oh, end. Oh, okay. Go for it. I think he is in danger of what he does becoming who he is by Ooh. so yeah. totally always being like, well, this is what I am. It's not good mm -hmm. enough for anybody. It's just too dark. And like why he decided to become uh, Quincy's bodyguard mm -hmm. um, is because he was getting to that dark spiraling place too mm -hmm. often. And I think if he let himself sink into that and if Poppy hadn't come into his life, then he would have become what I he think does. he would have yeah. become what he does and he would have like just... That. Like, in the Vampire Diaries, when they shut off the humanity. Mm -hmm. That type of thing. Yeah. No, I have not seen the whole series. I just watched <laughs> it with a friend until we didn't live in the same form anymore. <laughs> uh, now, that's a really great point. It's like she kind of came into his life just in time mm -hmm. to bring him back from the edge. Uh, the vulnerability on Poppy's end about intimacy and Tora wanting to hear any noises she might make. Like, this is just such huge progress on both sides here with her progress with intimacy and vulnerability mm -hmm. in that area and Tora's vulnerability about his life and what mm -hmm. he does and feeling inadequate. Like, well, that was also progress. probably a pretty heady thing for him to hear. Oh, yeah. Is that she doesn't care. Mm -hmm. she, she wants him anyways. Loves, well, at that point, likes. He yeah. hadn't heard the other L word yet. <laughs> likes him for who he is. Yeah. And not in spite of, but because it's just another facet of his personality mm -hmm. and what makes him him. Yeah. It's like, it was probably, probably a pretty good aphrodisiac for him. <laughs> I 100% believe that. <laughs> because the whole, you want to talk now? <laughs> uh, That's my... cracking me up. My comment about the whole... I said, I need a little fan. I want to hear it. All of it. Okay, Tora. Let me just wave my hand at myself. Fanning yourself right now. Um, but then also him listening to Eurodance. Yes. Cracks me up. Like, as big as, like, imagine, like, when he's out there, like, staking out a hit or something. He's got just his like earbuds in. Bop it's along. like, Eurodance music just in his little earbuds. I would not have ever expected that. <laughs> probably brings a little levity to oh yeah circumstance. my last points about his parents so okay what else did i have before then 
Um, oh, we have something similar about his parents. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so Poppy's got guts to be able to tell him that she loves him when she knows it's a strong possibility that he's going to shut down. Yeah. Which he does. And, and I think that's why she handled it well because mm-hmm. I would not have handled it well. It's such emotional maturity. And to be able to sit there and say you're lying. Yeah. And know that he's lying and he's doing it out of self-preservation at this point. And deciding to kind of wait it out mm-hmm. and not just running away. Yeah. That's, that's a big deal. Yeah. Um, but what was my other thought with that? Oh, I mean, if we want to talk about like saying I love you for the first time, (laughs) it, (laughs) my husband was ready to tell me he loved me at like two weeks of dating and I panicked and I texted one of my closest friends and I said, you need to get your boyfriend to your house right now. I need to talk to a boy brain and see what he's thinking. <laughs> so what did he end up telling you? He said, well, he said, he said, honestly, if he's ready to say that, then I would just tell him how you're feeling and just be straight up so that mm-hmm. he knows exactly where you're at yeah. and let him know that. You're fine with him saying it, but he's got to be prepared for you to not say it back yet. Yeah. And that's, oh, that's what we did. Yeah. He would tell me, like, when he would leave mm-hmm. um, and head back to his house or I would go back to school or whatever, he would tell me he loved me and say, I like you. No. <laughs> <laughs> and so I don't remember how long it was after that. It took me a little bit after that to actually tell him yeah. that I loved him, but... Don't he was worry, ready two guys. weeks in. They got married four <laughs> years later, so. Oh, well, yeah, because I didn't want to be married while I was in college. <laughs> Understandable. That's, yeah, we, uh, yeah. But I also had a thing because I felt like people throw the words I love you mm-hmm. around so easy in dating relationships. Yeah, yeah. Like, I felt I never wanted to tell anyone I loved them besides the man I was going to marry. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, so him telling me that he loved me, I was like, <clears throat> not ready for this. <laughs> Marriage. That brings us to get out today. <laughs> Inconceivable. That was the one in your brain. Anyways, uh, continuing on with our similar last point. Yeah, so I thought it was so sad about his parents. I loved getting more information about him. Mm-hmm. And uh, the point we both had is that I thought it was really interesting how much his tattoos mimic his mom's tattoos. Mm-hmm. I find ah. it very interesting. Yeah. And they're very distinct. They are. So, because they look almost identical. Mm-hmm. How are you going to get a tattoo artist to be able to do something almost identical to something he's not seen? Well, it's interesting, too, because Joe had similar ones, too, but his are closer to his mom's than Joe's. Because I noticed it's the same leg that he has yeah. tattooed, and it's the, the same other leg is bare. And it's the same pattern. Yeah. yeah. So. I just and it's the same pattern that's on his arm. Maybe mm-hmm. what's on his arm was what's on her leg because I think there's a is there a tiger on his leg. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I'm always amazed at how Lily does the tattoos. Oh my gosh, yeah. Because there's quite a few webtoons I read when it's like they just stick a layer over it and they mm-hmm. don't account for shadow for the way the skin moves or like the dips muscle or anything. Yeah, and Lily. Every time. I don't know how she does it every time. There's a setting that she's able to click and be like, aha, I've done this one before. (laughs) We'll just copy and paste over. Because that's got to be exhausting to do such detailed tattoos. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't blame her for when she puts them in clothes that cover them up. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, as much as we love seeing them, like, especially the shower scene. 
Like, that had to be so much work. It's a very raw, like, you can yeah. feel his, like... Well, also just from, like, an art perspective. Despair. Drawing from that perspective is so mm. daggum hard. Yeah. We have, like, whole classes about it in art school. The, like, getting in different perspectives and the foreshortening. I'm saying that word wrong, and that's embarrassing because I am an art major. <laughs> Is it'll come to me when I'm not talking oh, for an we audience. did that in my... I was in I art it, in high school. It's like oh. I want it. It's when they reach out and, like... Yeah. The and hand would normally not be that big, but because yeah. it's closer to you and the rest of the body is bigger. And so the angle that she's drawing that out is already so immensely difficult. Mm-hmm. Adding on top of that, the tattoos and, and all of that. And it looked proportionate. It looked yeah. totally accurate. Because you can tell when it's not done well. Oh, honestly. Yeah. And that was done so The goal you well. want... For an average person is to not think about yes exactly how good it is yeah anyway. it should just be real life yeah. yeah I think that was our last thing was yeah. noticing how similar her tattoos were to Torres mm-hmm. are to Torres are... <laughs> ASMR <laughs> there's our water bottles again. Because we're not drinking tea today. <laughs> Although, I think we're about to go get a milkshake. Mm, oh, that's going to be real good. And I'm it'll excited. keep me awake on the drive home. Yeah. The only difficult thing is that those milkshakes are kind of hard. So to they're like, <laughs> like, yeah. It's like you got to need a spoon. <laughs> I'll just have to wait till it, like, thaws out a little bit. That's true. Well, if you don't get anything in it, maybe it'll be better. Yeah. The cappuccino do. one yeah. doesn't have, like, chunks of anything. Yeah. It's just flavor. Well, thanks for listening to us this week, guys. It was a little bit of a different one, but we had a lot of fun, and yeah. we're glad that we could take you with us on our concert trip. So, so go stream the band Camino. Yes, <laughs> shameless plug. <laughs> uh, next week we'll be talking about Crank Rats. Always a good one. It is. Anything else? Nope. I think we're good. Bye, guys. <laughs>